Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. From Autosport.com and Autosport Magazine, I'm Martin Lee, and this is the Autosport Podcast. Ferrari's Formula One team principal, Mattia Bonotto, confirmed just now he's leaving the team at the end of the year, after much speculation in recent weeks, and Ferrari issued a statement earlier today confirming it had accepted his decision to leave the team. On the podcast today, we'll ask, was he ultimately pushed out, or did he walk? which would enable him to go somewhere else. What this means for Ferrari in 2023, and why people say that management has been Ferrari's Achilles heel over the years. Let's get up to speed with Motorsport.com's F1 editor, Jonathan Noble. John, uh, welcome back to the podcast. A nice bit of post-season news to keep you busy. It hasn't come out completely out of the blue because it had been bubbling away and I'd been tipped off that we could get something most like this morning. But I was having a cup of tea on my sofa this morning when the WhatsApp went off and that was it, straight to work. Let's go back to the beginning of this era of Ferrari because we could go back and back and back with Ferrari bosses. But Mattia Bonotto, 2019, taking over from Arifa Benny. Just tell us about the hope that was around Ferrari, where he came from and his history within the team. Matthias is a, is a Ferrari stalwart. I mean, he first joined in I think, 1995 in the engine department and has basically has worked his way up through the ranks. So moved up to become head of engines, then was 
drafted across technical director and then stepped up to team principal. So, you know, he's been there through the, the many highs that Ferrari have had in that period, the many lows they've had in that period, but he, he understood the mach- unique machinations of Marinello, understood how the team works, understands what the technical department needs. When Arriva Bene was in charge and Ferrari had a car that effectively, you know, should have won championships in the 2018, 17, 18 period and didn't, he was brought in because just needed that last step to push it forward. They obviously completely mismanaged James Allison, the drafting his technical director, you know, absolute genius technical person who's proven his worth by subsequently winning many championships with Mercedes, completely mishandled by Ferrari. There was a lot of internal politics at Ferrari that shut down the media, a lot of criticism, a lot of politics, didn't particularly manage Sebastian Vettel uh, exceptionally well. Um, it just wasn't working. It just missed that magic spark. So Mattia was brought in to kind of address that, restructure it, push it forward, give it realistic ambitions, get it back on the right path with the media, get it back on the right path commercially, deal with the politics, deal with the criticisms and step it forward. There was a bit of a blip at the start of 2020, they got the car design wrong, but just happened to be the COVID year where car development was frozen. Um, so they couldn't dig themselves out of this hole on the, the power unit, nor the, the chassis. So it was a fairly difficult two years. But I think this, this year was kind of back on track and stepping forward. And there were some good highs to start of the year, obviously some big lows, some mistakes, but it's obviously all all reached ahead subsequent to the season with the you know Ferrari's new CEO saying that second place, not satisfied with second place, must do better. So tell me more about how this year progressed. Obviously, as you mentioned, it started with a a lot of hope because of those initially very good results. As you've been in the paddock, as people started to question the decisions, the strategy, and his defence of those decisions that at times I think a lot of people could see that was a mistake, and yet he always came out and said, no, no, no problem, no mistake, we're happy. How did the year progress and his, well, that that position begin to be untenable? So I think you've got many, many strands to this, as, as it very happens in a Formula 1 season. It's not it's not just all about, you know, one factor going wrong. I, th- I think principally what's, what's driven the narrative of the season is the, the form of the Red Bull car. So we started the year, Ferrari completely well prepared, nailed the concepts, nailed the car weight, nailed the performance, so started the year, you know, with the best car. Um, Charles won in Bahrain, uh, missed out in Saudi, won in Australia. So, you know, it all looked under control and quite easy, but that didn't take into account Red Bull started the year with an unreliable car. Obviously, the, the fuel pump issues in, in Bahrain. Uh, fuel, again, fuel line issue it had in Australia. But majorly, that car was overweight, very, very heavy, didn't suit Max Verstappen's driving style, so was struggling. When it took the weight out, the car performance increased and that, that was basically the catalyst that began in Imola as Max, you know, Verstappen started winning with a car that suited him and a lighter car. The truth in Formula One is that when you're, if you're battling a quick car, you never get the strategy right and you never, you know, get your time management right because you're ultimately on a, whatever you do, you're going to lose against a quicker car. And this, this is what drove a lot of the, the Ferrari stories for the season. So primarily Ferrari made some strategy mistakes Monaco being a key thing that fed the wrong information on the pit wall, miscalculated um, the Paris situation, miscalculated the science situation. So, it, you know, it was a genuine blunder. You know, they've addressed and learned from and changed processes. They also had the reliability issues. So they lost the win in Spain, they lost the win in Baku, which put some further on the further on the back foot and the, the need to push things even harder. But 
this was the first year of a, an engine freeze formula. You want to push things to the limit because you can address reliability, you can't address performance. So the same strategy that Alpine and Renault have taken, which over the long term should pay dividends, but that you know there was some short-term pain. And as the season progressed, you know Verstappen was was rampant and pulling away. Ferrari had to wind down the engine a little bit because of the um, reliability problems. Tire life wasn't as good because I think they were probably pushing the tires a, a bit harder to try to catch up with the Red Bull. So you get this kind of spiral of a, a drop of performance where you you can't match the Red Bull. Charles made a few mistakes, so I think it's just lots of lots of small elements adding up. And I think the season was partly skewed by the fact the Red Bull got it wrong at the start of the year, so it looked better. Whereas Ferrari's season looked like it went downhill. Whereas the, I think the reality was that probably flattered a bit at the beginning has made the outcome of the championship look a bit worse than it should have been. Ferrari had a boss there who understood the engine intimately because that's a side of the business he came from but he understood the engineering generally exceptionally well after 28 years in the team he knew exactly how the politics of a passionate Italian team worked and the various factions within that team and how much of a loss to Ferrari will Bonotto be? I think it'd be a big loss I mean I know he has his has his critics and I think you know sometimes Mattia appeared in public especially be too nice you know and people were calling after the Monaco strategy mistake or the Silverson strategy mistake that, you know, heads must go. You know, some team bosses could potentially be more critical. Some team bosses, you know, may have sacked the head of strategy as a, as a show. But Mattia was always someone who, you know, wants teams to, or individuals to learn from what's gone wrong, find out what's gone wrong, address those problems and not make the same mistake twice. And it's not a process that is easy to get across that things have improved because, you know, when you get some repeat errors and I think things like, you know, Brazil, what happened in qualifying in Brazil wasn't an ideal scenario. But again, you're battling weather elements that can change on the change in five seconds. So, you know, it could have looked like a genius strategy call to put Leclerc on the intermediate set. It didn't happen because the rain came 10 seconds too late. You know, Matia also not as competent in the English language, potentially as Christian Horner or Toto Wolff. So comments like he made after the Leclerc's accent in Spain that, you know, no reason we can't win the final 10 races Sort of, sort of, you can understand where it came from, that there was no reason they had a strong car, strong engine, strong drivers, good tire management, but they didn't win another race. And it's these, these little factors all, all add up to give an impression that things aren't running as smoothly as they are. I think losing his, losing that overall overarching understanding of the team, understanding all the kind of the ups and downs of this season, how they've had to manage the cost cap where they've gone right, where they've gone wrong, dealing with the media, dealing with the commercial aspects, dealing with the FIA. I think all that knowledge to kind of throw it all away and try to uh, try to get somebody in to understand that very, very quickly is, is going to be nigh on impossible. Coming up, we'll talk about how it will affect Ferrari's star, Charles Leclerc, and what it could mean for the team in 2023 and why this seems to be an Achilles heel for the team over the years. Stick around. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, welcome back to the podcast. We're talking to John Noble today about Ferrari's lack of leadership after their team principal, Mattia Bonotto, resigned earlier today. John, tell me a little bit about that relationship with the drivers. I've said many times on the Sunday night podcast, the race review podcasts that we do, that if I was being absolutely brutal about it, and it's very easy, isn't it, to put yourself in somebody else's shoes when you haven't got a walk in them, the way that Red Bull go about their business is they have a number one driver. They've managed to win world championships that way. Ferrari this year have been reluctant to name Charles Leclerc, and maybe contractually they can't with Carlos, as their number one driver, losing Mattia Bonotto, somebody else coming in. How will this affect the drivers, their star drivers? Was there maybe some discord this season? Maybe things weren't going so well with the drivers and, and what it could mean for 2023? I don't think that, I think the, the key aspect for the drivers isn't how they're managed next year. It's, good, it's ultimately going to come down to that car. Um, Ferrari's hopes in 23 will rest on it, making a good enough step, not only to get ahead of Red Bull, but let's not forget Mercedes ended the year pretty much with the second quickest car, helped by the fact Ferrari had stopped development for a while because it, it hit the cost cap limit. But if Mercedes, with a, the wrong car concept, have ended the year with a race-winning car, then their revamp for the winter is going to point to them making massive progress into next year. So I think the, the critical aspect is car performance. And I think, you know, the very time you don't want to lose someone with an understanding of car performance, what, what's gone right, what's gone wrong, where improvements need to go, is the winter almost going to be a bit of a vacuum in the critical months. Can you make one wrong step now in January, February in terms of car development direction, where you pursue things, uh, what avenue we go down, where we don't commit resources, where we do commit resources. Get that wrong now and the consequences are going to last for months and months down the road. We've seen over the years, I made some notes earlier, I was thinking back, I was trying to do the timeline before Bonotto and Arif uh, Benny and then Mattiacci. Marco Mattiacci, he didn't last very long. Stefano Domenicali in 2014. Of course, he was another Ferrari lifer. He'd come up through being sporting director, uh, manager of various bits in the team and worked under the very successful management team when Ferrari were winning world championships. So Stefano Domenicali knew again Ferrari. He was there for quite a long time in comparison to others. And of course, now he is with Formula One Group, the CEO of, of the actual sport. What do Ferrari need to do with their next appointment in this role? You've got a question why it's hit this kind of point now, basically, which com- comes down to a, a lack of patience. I think the, the brutal reality of Formula One is that to win a title does take time. Yeah, the success for teams is you know, almost like trying to steer an oil, oil tanker. You can't do it on a tuppenny piece, so to speak. It takes you know miles and miles to turn an oil tanker around. It's the same for a Formula One team that you've got to commit to the resources and the personnel and the progress and the time it takes to evolve and understand. And also that there are pitfalls on the way. You know, look at Jean Todd, who I think he arrived 1993 into Ferrari. By 96, they were winning races and pushing for the championship. So 97. You know, had a car that could have won the championship, didn't happen because of her F. 98, beat him on McLaren. 99, they won the constructors. So any of those points, 
you know, Ferrari's management, Devon Semelo could have said to Todd, well, this isn't working, that we, you've got a car that's capable of winning. It's not, you've not won the championship. Disappear off and we'll do something different. But kept the faith, kept committed and opened up Ferrari's most successful spell of the modern era. You look at Red Bull, you know, Christian Horner, now Formula's most experienced team. You know, you could argue that mm. the turbo hybrid era was after the success they'd had. You know, Mataschitz could have said, well, it's not working now. It's obviously that you're a one-hit wonder, disappear. But Christian sorted out, turned that team around, eventually got there with Honda and they've now, you know, double championship for Verstappen, constructors championship again. Ups and downs in Formula are inevitable. To be unhappy at finishing second, considering where Ferrari has come from and the restructuring that's taken place is, you know, not realistic in this era of cost cap era of Formula One where, where things are skewed and... The regulators are trying to do everything they can to to try and mix up the the order each year. Can I ask you a little bit about your opinion on the role of a team principal or a team manager these days? You know, I've talked about this before. Christian Horner has been with Red Bull Racing since 2005, and he is very much the figurehead. Toto Wolff, who has been with Mercedes since 2013, they're not necessarily deep into the engineering. In 2023, what are your thoughts on that job title of team principal? Because we've we've got others in the paddock like Andreas Seidel at McLaren. I think he is called team principal. But again, he seems very focused on the engineering side of it. That role almost of, of, of the Ron Dennis role seems something that's kind of lost in Formula One now. You need more of a kind of business almost media manager in that role. What what are your thoughts? I think that thing there is a it's a duty of the team principal to to almost be the ultimate PR of the team that you you're trying to, you've got to take on board the criticism that's coming from outside because you you can't be isolated from it, but you want to isolate your team from it. And that's what Jean Todd did brilliantly well at Ferrari during those difficult times was, you know, batted the criticism away, took it on the chin, would hit back at it sometimes. So it's the team principal's job to protect the, the team and its staff and also to project an image and explain to the public or the media, you know, what is going on and the reality of what is happening. And I mean, that's something that Maurizio Irizavani didn't understand when he had this complete 100% media shutdown. So he wouldn't speak to the media, wouldn't do interviews. Uh, I remember sat down with him, we had a like, 90 minute chat off the record in Baku one year. I was just, just explained to him why I, think, why I thought it was a wrong strategy that if you don't explain why certain decisions are made, you don't offer some transparency on, you know, rights and wrongs that the team have made, then the way the modern world operates is those gaps get filled in and speculation, wrong speculation can um, fill those gaps. People can get led down the wrong path. People can leak stuff to, to try and, you know, get their personal agenda going forward. So if you offer openness and transparency without embarrassing your staff or still doing it the way that, you know, Mercedes do it very, very well, you know, post-race every Tuesday, they present answers as to what happened to their race weekend, whether they win, whether they lose. You know, sometimes it's painful for them. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes we may get, you know, nine tenths of the the reality of what's happened. But this transparency is important and it's important for the team to do it. And I think Mattia was quite was quite good at it. But maybe, you know, he could have been a bit harsher at times. Maybe it would have projected a different image of, of the job he was doing. So I remember I spoke to him in, did a long sit down with him at the Hungarian Grand Prix this year talked about his management style and he said he's you know he likes empowering people and although he's not as brutal as some other you know people in the paddock um he was strict with people and I think he is behind the scenes you know it's hard hard to deal with wouldn't accept mistakes was ruthless when it came to performance you know that, that, that it was a team pushing the boundaries of the rules 
on engines and chassis and where they operate. But that's, that's part and parcel of you know, being a successful Formula One team. So you've, you've got to balance all these different aspects. And I think being Ferrari team principal has added pressure because you've got the, the weight and expectation of a nation behind you. There's a great explanation of what happened at Ferrari in that uh, noughties era in Ross Braun's book, Total Competition, which he wrote with Adam Parr. And it's a, it's a bit of a management book, if you like. It's the book that it's meant to be that kind of book, if you like. It's not for the sort of average Formula One fan. But Ross, uh, for those perhaps newer to the sport through just coming in, as Formula One is growing all the time and not necessarily following the, the ins and outs, you know, Ross Braun announced a long time ago he'd be leaving the sport this year had a wonderful picture with his family on on the grid in in Abu Dhabi but of course because he is Ross Braun is retiring and, and leaving Formula One it happens at the same time as Ferrari need a new boss there's the an inevitable understandable from some people putting two and two together and, and, and getting five but there is the, almost a comparison to make with actually Ferrari need to rediscover what he and Jean Tot had at, at, at that era of Ferrari. Get on to that final point I made about their Achilles heel. How do Ferrari move forward without having a boss, a team principal, who is constantly saying, well, this is the last guy's problems that I'm trying to fix and unpick. They almost seem like they had it with Bonotto. If only they could have managed to navigate their way through this, despite all the criticism, and given him a really long opportunity to to get his feet under the table. It's only been a couple of years, two, three years. What do you think about that long-term plan of Ferrari. Part of the problem is that it's almost a poison chalice now taking on this this job because it's clear that, you know, finishing second after a season like they've had isn't good enough and forces a management change. Then only winning is going to be acceptable. So Ferrari are going to have to come out of the blocks and win at least the first three or four races next year to have achieved any progress over what, what would have happened. So would you want to be a team, any current team boss and step into that role and try and take on all that? in the immediate prospect. I mean, it's like that old, old adage thing about a golf club that you, you don't want to be the, the company that builds the golf club because it's really, really expensive. So you end up with loads of debt. You don't want to be the company that takes over the golf club second of all because you've got to inherit that debt and try and make a profit. So you want to be the, want to be the third place in. So I think, I think the ideal scenario is to be the, the next but one Ferrari team principal because you'll have weathered all these all these storms. But I, I think you want to be a, you'll be a brave person wanting to take on that Ferrari team principal job now because I think just the expectations of what's needed, the time taken to make the progress, and the fact you're going up against Red Bull dominant car this year, a recovering Mercedes in an era of a cost cap where hands are tied, and it's really difficult to make swift progress. Because one wrong decision at the wrong time of year can have huge ramifications. I think you need to be a fairly brave person to do it. We'll wait and see. Ferrari say that they will assess their options. Surely they've got some. And uh, and announce that in early 2023. But it's not long. Less than 90 days to go until we're back in Bahrain now, I think. So it's not a long off-season. And we'll wait and see and watch with interest what happens there. John, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. And thank you for listening. And we'll catch you on the next one. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, what's up, guys? This is MMA fighter Clay Guida, and I'm not afraid of anyone or anything, but losing my hair was an entirely different kind of fight. So if you're suffering from hair loss like I was, then you got to check out my boys at Bosley. Pound for pound, they are the champions of hair restoration. That's why I turned to Bosley to get my hair back. The entire Bosley team was so professional and kind from start to finish. All it took was a simple one-day procedure, and I was on my way back to rocking my full hair again. So take it from me. Don't wait if you are thinning or receding. I'm so thrilled with my results, I just wish I would have went to Bosley sooner. It's time to finally knock out hair loss because the best is yet to come. Check out Bosley today. When MMA fighter Clay Guida was losing his hair, he trusted Bosley to get it back. Now it's your turn. Get a free information kit, plus get a $250 off gift card when you text CLAY to 203203. Text CLAY to 203203. Or go to bosley.com. That's bosley.com. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.